0: Week 5, I repeat, Week 5 waiver wire grabs. Who do you add in Week 5? Entering Week 5, we've still got, still got the Monday night game, obviously, to go. Things could still happen. One of the guys in this list, this little batch of players we're going to talk about in a second, Hunter Renfro. Renfro! Still might be available in your leagues. You can pick him up now if you have some guy you can drop that hasn't played too or an open spot, maybe a guy on IR. Every league's different, but most of these guys have already played, and I've got a couple names right here that should already be on rosters. They're not available in a big percentage of leagues. Madison, Patterson, Gainwell. They should already be on your squads, but if they're not, if for some reason they're floating out there in waiver wire land, and you haven't grabbed them yet, you need to grab them. Let's talk about everything... Week five, waiver wire related. Let's break it down right now. The fantasy football show begins now. This is the fantasy football show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the fantasy football show. Hey, I'm Smitty. Take a what is going on everybody my name is smitty you're watching the fantasy football show week five waiver wire edition we're talking about who to grab who to pick up we'll do a little bit of other you know q a who to trade for maybe some guys to look out for tomorrow i drop my week five buy low sell high video, so look for that coming up tomorrow but yeah let's talk week Five waiver Wire grabs Tariq in the house. What's going on, my man? Double A. Tariq, how'd your week finish? Sebastian, Mike, Mr. Punch in the house. Lost by three points. Oh, man, that's got to be painful. I'm sorry, pal. Josh Allen not looking like an early-round QB. That was one game. The week before, Kevin, the week before he dropped fire. He dropped fire, shot fireballs out of his rear end for you. And, and won you your week single-handedly, pal. What do you mean Josh Allen does it look like? An early round QB. And and by low, like you're gonna see Josh Allen on my buy low list for week week five, pal. So I'm gonna be sending people your way, knocking on your door, Kevin, and saying, Hey, I'll take Josh Allen off your hands, pal, because Josh Allen's gonna be a buy low. Kenny Gainwell, have I not been talking about this man? All offseason long and obviously weeks one, two, three, four. Kenny Gainwell is going to beast out if he gets into that lineup. He's already kind of doing a little bit of a a beasting out um, right now. But imagine if Sanders goes down. It's a potent attack that yes will be up and down. Hertz doesn't have a lot of lot to work with in terms of that coaching staff and that darn organization, which I feel like they don't want this man to succeed half the time but he does anyway because Hertz is a baller and Kenny Gainwell is going to be one of the best stash and weight players of 2021 and how many times did people yesterday day before say do I drop Dylan yet? do I drop Corey Dylan yet? Corey Dylan would feast if given the opportunity and I'm telling you And I'm telling you, you want to keep this man on your your bench just like you wanted to keep Gainwell on your bench. Just like you want to keep guys like Madison. People talking about Madison. Oh, Madison, maybe we should get rid of Madison now that Cook's coming back. Cook got banged up again in the game. He went back in. It happens. And no, Noah, I'm not going to stop talking about selling Saquon high. If you can sell him high, sell anybody you can high. If you're in a position where your team needs a trade, if you're winning, if you're 4-0 or even 3-1, if you're a top 2-3-4 scoring team in your league, why would you make a trade at all? Everything's firing on all cylinders. But no, Noah, I'm not going to say not to trade anybody. If you've got Cooper Cup and you're losing, sell high. If you've got Derrick Henry and you're not winning with Derrick Henry right now, you sell high. You get yourself into two safer vehicles that will help you potentially climb back into a position where you can win games. It's all about your team makeup. It doesn't come down to a don't say sell high on a player. It's context, pal. It's context. Drop Heinz for Kenny Gainwell with a scratching your chin emoji. First of all, Zep, my man, you're my boy blue. Don't take this the wrong way but you should have already had Gainwell on your roster if you're watching the show. And of course you drop Hines for Gainwell. But I don't even think you're going to get him cuz everybody will be throwing their dollars, their fab dollars at this man. You're going to have to do a a quite a quite a big load drop of that fab in order to get Gainwell on your squad. Now, if Gainwell is available, he's in the top waiver wire spot for week 5. In fact, I'll put him there. He feels kind of like a guy that shouldn't be there. I think he's only available in about 30% of leagues or so. And for that reason, it's hard to put him at the top of a waiver wire ranking because, you know, a lot of people won't be able to participate in the Gainwell adding because he's not there in a lot. He's not there in it more... It's probably about 25 to 30% of all leagues Gainwell's available. But that's a big enough percentage, I think, to toss him... Onto the list instead of being a footnote. Madison and Patterson. They're available maybe in like 10 to 15% of leagues. So we're going to put them to the side. They're more of a like. Make sure these guys aren't available in your league section. And I can even write a little note. So people don't get confused later. Make sure these guys are not available. And we'll put that little note right there. That way. If anybody comes in late, straggling, they don't go. Well, where's Madison and where's Patterson? Just make sure these guys aren't available. If if, if they are, you got to prioritize, okay? You got to make them top priority. Patterson, look, I don't. we're going to talk about the buy lows and sell highs tomorrow. I'm going to try and stay kind of on topic here so that this show is useful to the nth degree in terms of its replay value. Hit the thumbs up on your way in the door. How many thumbs up we got? Who's in here? Who's controlling that? Who's man in the fort with the thumb up stuff? Forty six of you in here. Please punch the thumbs up and let's uh, let's tear it up. <clears throat> Herbert, Kamara, Clyde, Jefferson, AJ Brown, Chuba Hubbard, Javante, zero and four, brother. A lot of people that are zero and four or one and three, and it's a crazy, crazy season. Time to start pumping Darnold in as a, in the lineup over Lamar every week. No, no, you don't get crazy. Look. Lamar's a good play, maybe you trade, I'm sorry, uh, Darnold's a good play, maybe you trade Lamar, maybe you trade Lamar, maybe you figure out a way to get a wide receiver into your lineup and then put Lamar in, or put uh, Darnold in, I don't, I'm not opposed to that, but Darnold's on this list because Darnold is available in how many leagues, Darnold is available in, where is that, 50%. Of all leagues, Darnold is available in. We're going to put him up here. I don't know where we're going to rank him yet. Kenny Gainwell is definitely going to be the top guy to add, in my opinion, because he can he can win you a league if he gets into that lineup and he can already play flex-type value. Darnold somewhere in here. We're going to leave him right there and see what's up. Um, So, has Gainwell taken the job? Not yet, pal. Not yet, but Gainwell... Is definitely heavily involved. And Miles Sanders has a tough time staying healthy. So it could be a matter of time. And he could be flex-worthy right now. He's going to have those up and down weeks. Until he gets a, a Kung Fu grip on all the work though. So. Cook, Cook and Higby for Najee Harris and Darren Waller. Give me Darren Waller and Najee Harris. Pal. Um, Cook can't stay healthy. If you had Madison, James. It would help. Um, and it made me kind of maybe think about it more. But if Madison's not involved in this, then easily give me Najee Harris and Waller. Najee Harris looks really good. The offense is very concerning. It's it's tough. It's tough. But but I think he's still gonna keep balling pal. So Dylan. We got Dylan, Cobb. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw these guys all over. Tony. Max Williams. Good tight end grab. Crowder is decent. I'm gonna put the guys not so. Critical and, and guys that you need to add over on this space. And we're going to leave the, the good ones over here and then rank them. Breit, Barber, Jacobs, come up. you don't know. We don't know yet. Bateman, Bateman's okay. Renfro, we'll put him somewhere in the middle. Lance, got to put him over here. Dylan, over here. Darnold, over here. Then we're going to rank him over in the top five. You guys help me. If I'm missing a name, toss it out. We'll throw it up on the board. Um, I am a human being. I may miss somebody that I don't think is available in every league and you can bring it to my attention and I could be like, let me look that up. Oh my God, he's available in 40% of leagues. I wouldn't have thought about that. So if you've got a name you want to toss out, toss it out. He has Madison. So he's not including Madison. Like you're contemplating James this deal without getting Madison or you just didn't list him because he's you know, trying to keep the message short. Um, if you're getting, I mean, first of all, you never accept a trade like that unless you get the backup if they own the backup. Otherwise, they're trying to, double stamp a uh try to triple stamp a double stamp on you pal so make sure you don't let him get away with that but i would say if you're getting cook and higby and madison it's it's closer and you you'll be trading for harris and Waller though i i guess james if you're 0 and 4 or 1 and 3 why not make a move pal but if you if you're like even 2 and 2 or especially if you're 3 and 1 or 4 and 0 oh, um I don't know that I'd make any moves you know what I'm saying so oh he has Madison that's right so you're getting you're getting those two I I would stand pat if you're 3 and 1 or 4 and 0 oh. if you're not I would make the move and go get Cook I would change I would whatever the case may be I would change it up if you're needing a spark pal Mr. Punch, I picked up Mooney this week and benched him. It's okay. You picked him up. You don't have to fight the waiver wire people to grab that man. So great, great job. Way to use your brain there. Don't get too hard on yourself. You didn't know what was going to happen with with uh, that situation. And you know, I mean, we like Fields coming into the game last week when he when he when he was coming in. We're like, okay, things are going to be great. You know, Fields is going to turn things around, right? No, it took a while. I think the same thing could happen with Trey Lance in week. 5. He comes in in relief. Doesn't look amazing at times, but still puts up like 29 fantasy points in some f- scoring formats. Um, two touchdowns, 50 something yards passing, and I think he had like 30 or 40 rushing. Two total scores. That's pretty good in a half from a fantasy perspective. So Trey Lance is a fantasy football potential top 7 to 10 quarterback. So we got to put him over here. AJ Green starting to believe A.J. Green might have a little bit left in the tank, and he plays for my Arizona Cardinals. Knox, we're going to put Knox in the middle here. He's starting to look pretty decent. Lat Murray got the volume. LeBell, not sure how I feel about him. I'm going to put LeBell over there. Schultz should have got grabbed last week, but Schultz is available in 60% of all leagues. I cannot believe that. I cannot believe that Schultz is available in 60%. Of all leagues still after last week. Like why? We'll put him right here. Mooney. Let's throw Mooney up near the top. Dame Williams. This could be a huge pickup depending on what we find out tomorrow and maybe later in terms of Montgomery's injury. Um, as of right now, let me pull up the Monty news and see if I can find anything new as of the last hour. Uh, I was doing some stuff here and if something posted, I will I will see it right here. Montgomery. Left the game the knee injury in the fourth quarter. Nothing new. Ruled out for the rest of the game. Didn't look great, by the way. Um, but we'll find out. But if he's out for a significant time, Dame Williams will be one of the top pickups of the week. So we'll put him right here. Stevenson, this is more of a... Smitty talked him up all week. Talked him up the weeks prior. This is a guy you should be putting on your bench and waiting. He's not ready yet, but he will be getting uh, volume, I think... Very very soon. What did he do in this game right here? Was he even active? Yeah, Stevenson. Yeah, no. So Stevenson, this is a this is a, t- a tuck away and wait, a tuck away and wait, stash him. Don't let people talk you out of grabbing him. He's a very very good grab. So let's rank, let's rank these right here. Adam with the super chat. Schultz and Bateman, last week, flexing emoji, boy, Adam, thank you for the super chat, pal, 89 to 90 of you in here, please hit the thumbs up on your way in the door, you don't like Devontae Parker to claim off waivers, a lot of targets, yeah, we could put Parker on, that's what I said, Thomas to throw out names if you feel like they need to be added to the list, so Parker, so good one. Let's do this. Put Parker up on the board. I'm going to put him over here, but he's, he definitely should be there. I stole him from you, Smitty. Who do you steal from me, pal? Stevenson, yeah. Right after I went live the other night, media in one of the leagues where in went and just picked up Stevenson right away. So that's my fault for doing that. Uh, thank you, Thomas. Yeah, I don't mind Parker at all. I put him on the list here for you. I'm not going to put him uh, too high, but yeah. Crazy, the Ravens are not trust, trusting Tyson. We knew this would probably happen though, and that's what made him a good sell high. I think Lat Murray's gonna get the touchdown volume. He's a bigger, bigger body that they trust in the goal line situation So ten plus TDs on the year is probably like, likely for Lat Murray. So he kind of hangs around, not in the top five, but hangs around in the range where I mean, if you want to grab a running back and you're hurting pretty bad, and he's sitting there. I can't think of very many free agent running backs that are going to give you more crafty consistency than Lat Murray right now. I trust him way more than I trust Tyson, so definitely, definitely grab him. Um, Adam with another super chat. What about Marlon Mack? Uh, I, I think I wait. There's too many other players you could probably get if your if your waiver wire is very thin. Then I, I would I would I would suppose he's a decent add, but it did have to be a deep lead, pal. What do we do with CD Lamb? <laughs> you trade for him low and you're going to find out tomorrow what I think of that. People are going to come out. People were already saying this yet last week. They're for sure going to come out of the woodwork this week. And you know what? Buying season. Buy CD Lamb on the low. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Especially if you're buying him low, even more of a reason not to be worried about it. If you have him right now and you're holding him, I can somewhat understand if you I can somewhat understand if you were were like hey I, am I gonna get what I paid I, I drafted him in the the to the 2.12 or the 3.02 I can understand getting a little worried about it but no no not not if you're not if you're talking about like late third round value or anywhere in the third round. I honestly, I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried at all. I'm buying low, and you could probably buy C.D. Lamb. There are so many guys doing well right now that are that have propped up values. Like you could trade Cordell Patterson very, very easily for C.D. Lamb right now. And some of you might say you won't do it, and, and I wouldn't call you crazy. But I will take C.D. Lamb over Cordell Patterson. But that's me and, and I, I appreciate everybody else's take but yeah we're, we're buying cd low and we're going to attack it pretty hardcore this this week i'm gonna have a lot of videos and content on buying cd lamb tomorrow's my buy low i got it all up on the board right here i'm working through it right now on the marker board tomorrow is going to be the buy low sell high video which i have cooking over here and all prepped and ready to go and you can bet cd lamb is on that list He's going to be at the number 1 or number 2 spot for by low players heading into week 5. Absolutely love CD Lamb. It's going to be amazing value. Yeah, if anybody's if anybody can't tell that he's special and that the tight end volume that's going to the tight end, like that's not going to continue. Dak Prescott spreading it around. I know that's the concern. He'll continue to spread it around, but no, CD Lamb is getting in a groove. You gotta remember, CD Lamb's getting better and better. You gotta remember, CD Lamb's entering his second year. Okay, some wide receivers they take a little time in that second year if they break out early in year two instead of year three. And and breakout wide receivers definitely break out now in year two versus year three. It used to be you waited until uh, year three to break out. Period for a wide receiver, the breakout year. Uh, some of you are too young to even know that it used to be year three. You you banked on it. Year three, wide receiver breaks out. If he's not breaking out in year three, he's done. He's done. So, <laughs> James Conner worth an ad? Yes, Doug. Yes, Doug. He's worth an ad. If James Conner's out there, um, for sure. And Chase Edmonds, he's probably not out there, but Chase Edmonds needs to be added too. But I, I don't think they're in. A, they're available in a lot of leagues, so I'm not putting them on here. James Connor and Edmonds should be owned, and, and I don't think it's worth putting up here and, and getting people all riled up where they say, "Hey, can't believe you have James Connor on here. He's not available in my league." I get enough negativity around the list saying none of these guys are available in my league, Smitty. This doesn't. This list doesn't help me. Well, I can't help that you're in the deepest league known to man. And I'm trying my best to get some of the the deeper guys on here. There are a few names that maybe are not available in your league. Guys like Cobb, guys like Bateman, guys like potentially Knox and and Stevenson. So there should be some guys. Patterson scored as many points as Kittle, Kamara, and Antonio Gibson combined. Patterson's on a tear. But after four weeks of football, I'm still not yet ready to coin him uh, the touchdown machine or a top five running back or top five wide receivers. He's available to start both drafts or both uh positions in some leagues and formats, which is pretty valuable because you get like an extra flex that way. Don't sell don't sell him low. Tomorrow you'll hear about Cordell Patterson and what I think and that you should sell high. Don't sell low. Don't sell medium rare. Don't sell anything but high, but you should be looking at selling him high. Definitely. Um, okay, so Gainwell would be the number one ad. Not available in a ton of leagues. We're talking about... Actually, oh my God. He's still available in 50% of all leagues. So he is very fitting over here. Madison is available in only 25% of leagues. And Patterson... Uh, about 25 So... That's still a lot, though. Why? Why? Why is Patterson still available in that many leagues? I know some leagues are small, but that's crazy. So, the side note is make sure these guys these guys would vault to the top three if available. So, Patterson and, and, and Patterson. So, make sure uh, Cordell Patterson is a must add. Has an insane touchdown rate through four games. There's no chance that he keeps that up. Says Kyle. Agreed. <clears throat> James. Is a beast? Is James here? James Devlin? Oh, I thought I saw somebody say James Devlin was here. I like how we get so excited when James comes by. <laughs> <laughs> drop uh, Mitchell or Cart. Drop car Wait, first of all, Doug. Doug, 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 Doug. Drop Mitchell or Carson. Drop Carson. Doug, you didn't just say drop Carson, pal. You don't make me stop the show and make you take a lap. You can't drop Chris Carson, man. Are you talking about Chris Carson? Is there another Carson I'm not thinking about? There's no way you're dropping Chris Carson. There's no way. Somebody dropped Montgomery in a league that I'm in. It's a a follower and analyst and expert league combined. And there's a couple newbies. And someone dropped David Montgomery. I picked him up this week. I could not believe it. There are so many players that get dropped after three and four weeks that were like third or fourth round picks it's crazy it's it's, sometimes having that top waiver wire spot you can use on the first round of ad drops for the week and somebody drops a Montgomery it was gold. it was a gold mine it was a gold mine I mean Montgomery tore it up he got hurt hopefully he's fine but Monty tore it up I picked him up off waivers in in a league like that it's crazy uh, but Doug, no, Doug, Doug, you're my boy, Blue. Don't get mad over that. I'm just trying to give you tough love to make sure you don't drop Carson. You know, one of those. Remember it, okay? Mitchell for Connor. Yeah, I do that. I don't have faith in Sam Fran at all right now, minus maybe Debo, obviously, and and probably Kittle now that ta- that uh, Trey Lance is in there. But we'll see how that that rapport is. But Trey Lance, I like. Debo, I obviously like. I don't trust. Is it going to be Sermon? Will it be Jeff Wilson? Pick up Jeff Wilson. We might as well put Jeff Wilson on this list too. Because once he comes back, he will probably start games. If anybody thinks that Shanahan's not going to put Wilson in there, they don't know Shanahan. None of us really know Shanahan. But we need to put Russell Wilson on this group right here. Let me move all this over. So if I had to rank these, let's rank it as a group here. Let's rank it as a group here. What do you guys think? Who should number two be? out of all the names you see on the screen Mooney should it be Darnold should it be Dame Williams in in, in anticipation that, that Monty's going to be out for a while should it be Lat Murray Stevenson, AJ Green, Schultz not, you name it I want to hear what you guys think did I type Wilson wrong no I put it there. did I say Zach Wilson I meant Jeff Wilson sorry Tariq Jeff Wilson, I do that a lot. Okay, we got one vote for Lance, one vote for Bateman. Bateman, no, no way we're putting Bateman at number two, but he's definitely a guy to, to monitor. Dame Williams definitely says Zach. Uh, Tab-, Tab-, Tab Tabrizi Tabrizi says Dame Williams Mooney Mooney Williams. Williams got a TD today too. Um, okay. We're going to make this a community vote waiver wire show. Adam says Schultz, but I don't think we're putting a tight end um, there yet. So let's let's keep him right here. All right, who's next? Who is number three on the waiver wire? Mooney, we got one Dylan. We got one Dylan. What's up, Mark? Bill, Bill Drop Murray. Mark Cleveland, remember Mark Cleveland's Family League? Where that guy kept offering me awful offers for Hopkins even though Hopkins is not doing much now but tomorrow you'll see Hopkins on my buy low list. Bill will probably be watching. Bill will watch my buy low video Bill from Mark Cleveland's Family League that I did and Bill's gonna come in and offer me a garbage trade offer for Hopkins. And then I'm gonna have to eventually block him from sending me offers if that's even possible. Um, Lance, Lance, Daniel Jones, no. So high on Corey Davis. I agree. Darnold, Lance, Dylan, 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 Lance. Okay, so I think it's pretty safe to say Lance would be here. Dylan would maybe be here. Who's number five? Darnold or is it Mooney? How about Darnold and Mooney together as number five? That's a pretty good looking waiver order. Kenneth Gainwell available in 50 I was so shocked when I looked over at the board I'm like okay this is going to be a footnote like Madison let me put Madison in his correct ish team color let me put well we'll keep him in that color so Cordero Patterson and Madison these are guys make sure they're not available in your league if so then you're going to vault them over to this list but we're keeping them off because they're not available in a lot of leagues so we're not going to waste our time Uh, What do we do with CD Lamb? I'm taking that question off my screen right now. Doug, again, I go get Connor for Mitchell, but I do not drop Carson. That is take-a-lap worthy material, pal, but I still appreciate you. You're my boy. Please continue to send any uh, super chats and questions my way. I will take care of you, my man. My father has Patterson. Oh, no! Not with your dad again, bro. I have Mike Davis. Kill me. Your dad, you're getting the call. Oh my god, Mr. Punch is gonna get the call. He he already gave up Chuba Hubbard, right? Was it Chuba Hubbard or Madison? I think it was Chuba Hubbard. He owns his dad owns McCaffrey in the family league. His dad said, Son, or he, you know, banged on the basement, you know, on the floor and said, Son, I need Chuba Hubbard. Will you give him to me for a ham sandwich? And and being the great son Mr. Punch is, he said, Yeah, punch it. Did it gave him up for a ham sandwich now he's expecting (laughs) his dad's gonna call and say mr it's dad it's mr mr punch here hey mr this is father punch calling son son mr i would like to have cordero patterson i can give you uh let's see here i can give you nelson aguilar Nelson Aguilar had three catches for 55 yards, son. It's probably a pretty good deal. And Mr. Punch is gonna once again punch it. Poor Mr. Punch. Got it. You gotta, you gotta give it to him. He loves his pops. Um, hit that thumbs up, says Captain Spock. Had a boy, Captain Mooney. Out snapped, targeted received a Rob through week four. I love Mooney. I love Mooney. I loved him in the offseason. We talked about him all offseason long. We knew that it could be until Fields got in there. And what did we say last week? Watch. Fields might look better than he did getting a whole week of practice going into the game. We knew he looked good in the preseason. It's a matter of time before Fields looks better. And who's Fields going to give the football to? You know how many... Tar- I, I don't know what the stat is exactly. I'll try and look for it. But Mooney was so ultra impressive last year in terms of getting targets and the catchable balls were nowhere near where they should have been. And Mooney's stats would have been through the roof had he pulled in more passes. Mooney had some crazy stats when you compared them to other players in the NFL that were big name players producing big stats, but his uncatchable balls were unreal. And we knew as soon as Fields got in there, he could definitely be a guy that that tore it up. And Mooney's going to be great. I mean, you could even put Mooney ahead of Darnold. These guys are both tied at five. Um, If I had to to rank these guys... Yeah, his dad has got Patterson. His dad's going to ask for him. If I had to rank these guys after this, I'd probably rank them in this order. I'll rank them right here. Um, I'll go Stevenson because of the upside. I'll go Lat-Murray because of the touchdown potential. I'd probably go... Um, man, do we put AJ Green there? I mean, AJ Green's looking solid. Again, these guys would go. We're gonna put Patterson and Madison, Madison up here. That way, people have no questions. Okay, they're they're gone, but we need to make sure people know to grab them. Um, probably Schultz. Probably Knox. Probably Renfro. Probably Bateman, probably then Barber, probably Jeff Wilson, maybe Parker, I mean this this is like a mixed bag right here, I'm not going to even rank these guys, I'm just going to put them all in a little, little pile, a little nice little pile, a little organized chaos right here. That's probably how I'd rank them. Gainwell, Dame, Lance, Dylan, Darnold, Mooney. Assuming Madison and Patterson are both gone. Uh, Then Stevenson, Lat-Murray, A.J. Green, Schultz. I mean, give or take one or two spots up or down. Um, Schultz, Knox, Renfro, Bateman, Barber, Wilson, Parker, Crowder, Tony, Braid, Bell, Max, Williams, Cobb. You name it. I mean, these are the ad drops for... The, the waiver wire adds for week five, in, in a nutshell. But if I'm missing somebody, tell me who it is. I'll, I will tell you where I'd slot them. Or even if they're not necessarily available in most leagues out there, if somebody got dropped in your league, tell me, and I will let you know where I would put them. Number one in your particular situation, I will tell you. Um... Rapid-fire questions begin now. If, you're, if your question is even that long, I'm not reading it. I'm going to go to the short questions. So right now, go, hey, Smitty, can you take a lap on Saquon now? No, I won't because everything I said is coming true. You guys got to chill on the Saquon stuff. What I said about Saquon has happened from the off season, And he's going to get better each and every week. He did nothing in week one and week two. And now everybody's saying... Okay, Saquon's getting going. Yeah, but what if you're 1-3 now because you drafted Saquon and didn't draft Zeke Elliott? That's the whole point. The fact that people come in here and out of context are like, Saquon had a good game. What do you think of that? Did I say Saquon wouldn't have good games? Did I say Saquon wouldn't? He's still a sell high for me if you can sell Saquon high. If you can't sell Saquon high, you hold him. That doesn't mean I don't think he can have good and bad games or get better, but we're entering week five and you now finally feel like, okay, Saquon is going to help me. Saquon's is going to be a top 10 running back. It, it, it's hilarious that I hear that though. Say, take a lap on Saquon. Why? Why would I take a lap on Saquon? He, he literally scared the hell out of you for three straight weeks. I heard take a lap on, Bar- on on Zeke Elliott. You shouldn't have told people to, to draft Zeke Elliott. Hi, Smitty. Take a lap on that after week one. No, we are four weeks into football. Saquon Barkley still has injury risk I don't love, but he's getting better every single day, and he will continue. If he stays on the field, he will get better every single day. The problem is the PPR won't necessarily be there. The PPR work... And you can't take away player stats when they, you know, when they do what they do, they do what they do. You can't go, oh, pick and choose if he didn't have that one carry or that touchdown. But it wasn't like he was blowing up all game. He got some really good work at the end of the game. The volume may be spotty all year there in New York. So, you know, take victory laps on Saquon now. I I understand. And I'm proud of you for sticking to your guns. And I feel good for you if Saquon did really well for you and you won your week because of Saquon. I'm not rooting against Saquon. Everything I talked about in the offseason was based around logic. And avoiding Saquon Barkley at his ADP was a smart move. Buying him low walking into last week, you did a good job if you did that. People that traded for Saquon benefited the most, not the people that drafted him. A-Rob and Hurts versus Keenan Allen and Darnold. Okay, so rapid-fire session, Go. Barkley will be garbage on tough matchups says Pokemon. A-Rob and Hurts versus Keenan Allen and Darnold. Uh, I'm going to go with Ke- uh, A-Rob and Hurts. Oh, A-Rob. A-Rob and Hurts versus Keenan Allen and Darnold. Give me Keenan Allen and Darnold for right now. Drop Carr or Kirk for Lance. Yeah, I would. Um, should I trade Patterson for Mixon? Yeah, I, I probably would. I probably would. But we got to find out how Hurt-Mixon is. Does anybody have an update on Mixon? I didn't even see that with all the other news going on. Let's see, Mixon, was there an update on Mixon? No update on Mixon yet. So you're running the risk. You're running the risk of trading form though. You're running the risk. Let me know if I should trade Patterson for Mixon. We're looking into that pal. Uh, what does the chat think? Everybody vote on that one, please. Please vote on that. I traded for Saquon after week two. Trade Barkley high or Swift for wide receiver one. It depends on the option that you have to to acquire. I'd rather you trade. See, Swift, everyone was all about, hey, Swift's top five running back. Told you, but then this week he didn't get the volume. That's the concern for for players on teams like this and and, 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 in sharing situations. Uh, I, I depends on, I need to know more details. Like, are you going to go trade Swift for Hopkins on the low? Then I'm kind of okay with that. If you need a wide receiver, pal. So I would, I would do that in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Diggs is now no longer a buy low. Is Kamara's situation terrible? No, Andrew. Um, he had, what do you have? Didn't he have a hundred, didn't he have a hundred (laughs) yards? Didn't Kamara have a pretty, pretty decent game? Not to mention they're trying to transition quarterbacks mid-game, and to still come away with what do you have? I know people worry about his receptions with Taysom Hill, but he actually had decent touchdown productions with Taysom Hill last year in Taysom Hill's uh, short reign. Yeah, he had 26 carries for 120 yards, and I know that I know that people are worried about those receptions, but give Taysom Hill some time, okay? Give Taysom Hill some time. Rest of season for A-Rob. I think A-Rob's a good buy low because you're going to buy him seller-dweller type pricing. Trade for Chris, uh, for Alvin Kamara. You'll see that on tomorrow's episode. Buy low on Kamara. Buy low on Lamb. Buy low on Ridley. I'm not going to tell you them all. I don't want to give away the entire content for tomorrow's show, but I'll be filming it all day and release it sometime before the evening, I believe. So get ready for that. Rest of season in Jacoby. Uh, Jacoby, what did he finish? What was his line tonight? Let's pull it up here. Jacoby Myers finished with a 8 for 70 line with no TDs. Not bad. I like him. He's kind of like a wide receiver 3-4. A guy you're not going to lock into the wide receiver 3 role, but you might rotate through if the matchup looks good or he starts turning it on a little bit. Sell high on Clyde. I mean, again, this goes back to what I sell high on Barkley, what I sell high on Henry, what I sell high on Cup, what I sell high on Josh Allen, what I sell high on Mahomes, what I sell high on Clyde, what I sell high on anybody. I'll sell high on anyone if I feel like it can make my team better because it's all about being a smart manager. So, in general, my question or my answer to your question would be: If you can get the right deal, sure. But is my my gut instinct or my Reaction coming out of week four, I gotta go sell Clyde because I'm afraid of a decline? No. I mean, Clyde had two back-to-back 100-yard games with a touchdown. Clyde looks very involved in the most exciting and most potent offense in the NFL. You could argue the Cardinals. You could argue my Cardinals. But Casey's proven. Casey's proven that offense is fire. Clyde's got his groove back. Clyde broke through that mental barrier. Of not scoring a touchdown and the, the fumbling. Clyde was very involved. Clyde was fired. Clyde is doing fantastic. If you bought Clyde low, you did fantastic. So in general, I'm not looking to trade him high. If the right offer comes a knocking, pal, I would punch it for anybody. Zeke or, or Tyree Kill? That's a great question. Probably Tyreek Kill. But I love Zeke right now. Zeke's proven to be a, a monster. Um, let me pull up uh, one of the scoring... Uh, overall scores I'm in for running backs in one of my leagues and see where Zeke's, you know, finishing in. So leaders, running back, season stats for the entire year. Zeke Elliott. I don't know if this is updated yet. I don't think this is updated yet because Zeke Elliott would be ranking probably higher. Oh, God, thirty points. Zeke Elliott. I don't know if people realize, Zeke Elliott carried the ball 20 times for 143 yards and one touchdown. That is 7.15 yards per pop. He's not even getting used in the receiving game all that much. He had one target. Um, And I don't think that's something that will continue. I think they will use Zeke Elliott more and more in in the receiving game. I'm not worried about that. I think Dak's spreading it around in a weird way that I think is making people worry about Lamb, making people worry about Cooper on and off. Schultz is getting a lot of work. I I, I really 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 think that Zeke's going to get more work later on, and and injuries pile up, you know, and, and so you know it's it's possible that you know Wilson gets hurt or something happens to where Zeke's going to be used more in the receiving game. So I like Zeke. I'm not selling Zeke unless somebody offers me a boatload. If someone offered me Hill and I was stacked at running back, I'd take that. But but part of me wonders what we're looking at here, pal. Like what's that do to your running backs? What's that do to your wide receivers on either one of these? Kinds of swap, swaps, swaps. Uh, media send me an offer for him. It's fine. I'll, I'll I'll trade with you, Damian Williams or Gainwell if you're a Montgomery owner. Uh, I mean you gotta probably look to. It depends. I mean you almost have to wait for the news. You'll know whether Damian Williams is is vital to you if da- if if you can't live without David Montgomery's production, you might need to go Dame Williams, but try and get both. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Gaskins is Gaskins toast, Smitty. Uh, I don't think I don't think he's toast. I think he he needs to to get volume before I trust him. So to the bench he might go unless you're 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 hurting for running back. He's he's kind of that exciting, crafty, very low buy, hope he rebounds type of running back because he's.